Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone to episode 153 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I woke up an MC from the East Coast. His name is Bmore. I've been connected with him the last couple years. Um, in the past, I've had his songs on the Amber Radio Show, Sound Origin Radio, Spotify playlists, all kinds of stuff. Just kind of followed him closely as far as what he's been doing. So it was great to finally get him on the show to have a real in-depth conversation. He talked about beginning his journey in music around 2018 and the doubts that he had um, you know, at the beginning and kind of just getting that reassurance that he was doing the right thing. Um, and working all the way through the pandemic till now, where he's putting out a lot more music, he's doing live performances, all kinds of cool stuff. So I love that story of perseverance. We talked about his most recent project, Soul Food 2, and the importance behind it as far as him being able to tell a real story and narrative in the project for people to hear. Um, and he also talked about, you know, wanting to continue to... Um, improve his craft as far as mixing, recording himself, and really just having ownership over his brand and his movement in general, and keeping his team tight-knit and close, and I really respect that, so, you know, I, I wish B more the best of luck moving forward, going to continue to check out all his new material that he has coming out soon, um, and I hope you guys enjoy this one as well, so without further ado, let's get into it. All right, welcome everyone to episode 153 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today we have an MC on the East Coast. Really a big fan of what this guy's doing. He just put out a project recently, Soul Food 2. Everyone, welcome. Be more to the show. How are you, man? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? Man, you know? I'm doing great. Like I said, you know, 48 hours ago I hit you up. I was like, I need to fill in. And, you know, you came through, so I really appreciate it, man. And, you know, to start off, uh, every episode we have the guests give some background. Um, you know, how long have you been doing music? How'd you get into it? Just for those that might not know you and what you do. All right, no, perfect. Um, so, you know, I haven't really been making music for that long. I started making music, I'll say, like, 2018, 2019. And, you know, at first when I started doing it, I'm not going to lie, like, I was just getting into it, like, just trying to find my rhythm, so... I first went into the studio with my boy. He was like, yo, just try it out. And um, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't like the way I sounded. I was nervous. Voice was cracking. Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn. I got, you know, discouraged. So, But I'm not going to lie. So I kept, you know, just revamping it, just keep working on it. And um, the J. Cole um, documentary, when he came out with um, with the, but he came out with the first Dreamville tape. And um, it inspired me. So I hit up my man who has his own studio, and we went down there, and um, it was fun. You know, he was like, just try a few words, and um, I don't know, I think you, you might have a voice for it. <clears throat> so um, I started doing that, Javi's like, yo, bro, like, you have a talent for this. Like, you should really, like, really go at it. So I'm like, I'm like, nah, he's lying to me. Like, I don't believe him. <laughs> so I called my brother. I know my brother would be honest with me. He would tell me straight up, like, yo, this is trash. So, so I'm like, yo, bro, mm -hmm. I made this song, come through, come check it out. 
And if it's trash, you know, tell me because my boy over here telling me it's nice and I should keep going with this. So he goes like, all right, I'm going to go down there. So he comes down to the studio. I play him the record. So he's listening to the record, right? He's like, oh, okay. He's making these faces, but he's not giving me none, like no reaction yet. So then mid-song, he's like, this is you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, He's like, nah, this is tough, bro. You got to keep going with this. <laughs> so after that, I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I knew my brother would tell me if the shit is trash. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I just kept pushing. Um, I ended up, you know, just working. We just kept working, developing my sound. And um, the pandemic hit. Pandemic hit. Um, I didn't know what to really do. It was just like, you know, it was a time where everybody was just stuck. And um, my sister was just like, yo, you should invest in your own, you know, your own studio. Mm-hmm. So I started investing in my own studio and... Um, Ever since then, it just went up. I was releasing music every week. It just started growing, the, you know, the following a little bit. And um, I ended up actually getting tapes hosted with Cassidy, um, Benny the Butcher. And it was just, you know, it was really opening. Um, 2020 was, it was a struggling year, but it also opened my eyes to see, like, if I put my mind to something, where I could take it. Yeah. Well, that's and awesome. So, you know, two, yeah, two, a year later, I started performing and, you know, dropping albums. And, you know, we're here now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's crazy how fast things can evolve, especially when you start building that consistency. Like you said, it's been about five years since you kind of got going. Uh, And now you've you've come so far just in that time alone. And I think it's only going to double as you continue on and just continue to put out music and do, like you said, do the live shows and all kinds of stuff. So that's very, it's very good to hear, man. So I'm I'm happy for you. No, of course, of course. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. You know, it's, it's a journey. I like, I always say like, Music is like food, you know what I'm saying? Like, people treat it like a competition, but I look at it as food as in terms of like, it's your own taste, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you gotta grow with the people who like that taste of music. Just like J. Cole did, just like Russ did, just like certain artists. I'm a, I wanna grow and tap into like a legacy act. I wanna, I wanna build a cult, you know what I'm saying? Cult following. Mm-hmm. That type of way. That way, cause you know, man, it's hard to just go up and mainstream yourself, you know what I'm saying? As an independent artist, you need, you know, you just, they say you need 250000 just to make a hit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And who's... So uh, yeah, and that and that really goes back to, you know, realizing that your journey is your own as well. You know what I mean? Because everybody has their own path. And um, I think a lot of people get caught in the comparison game too as far as like looking at what other people are doing. It's like you're going to be on your own path no matter what. So you just got to stay on the grind and stay consistent and keep at it and you'll see the results over time. So I think for you, that's Absolutely. definitely something you're seeing come to fruition. So thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, and, and definitely, you know, like I said, like it's, people, it is competitive, but mm-hmm. I don't think music should be looked at as a sport. Yeah, I feel like hip hop is the only one that we look at as a sport. Where it's like, if you're not this, you're not that. When it's like we should have, you know, it's all styles. It's, it's like you know, one person could rebound, one person could dribble the ball, one person could shoot. It just depends where you where you fit or where you see fit. Yeah. So. I get it. There has, you know, it's competitive in terms of, you know, you want to be the best, the number one artist. But I just, you know, it, it's troubling to see sometimes, you know, how like the fans are fickle. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll bring you up to bring you back down. So mm-hmm. I like the fact that like people like J. Cole, Russ, and like that, you know, it just, they don't really care. They just stick to their own people, people who like their music. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And those guys, those guys did a great job of building their brand too and really building their own <laughs> movements and things like that. Who, I assume those two are some big influences for you. Who else have you been listening to recently, or maybe even when you were coming up, that made you want to get into music in the first place? Um, I'll start with the with coming up. 
coming up, the biggest influence for me is Nipsey. Um, honestly, I listened to him when I was in high school, like uh, before a lot of people were even on him. Um, my first song was Found a Youth. He was on the Rick Ross um, album. Stally. And, yeah, man. And, you know, and um, ever since, you know, he just, like, just the grind that he, everything he stood for. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. integrity, not, ch- not chasing, just staying on your lane until you pop. You know, if you understand what I'm trying to say, because that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? He kind of just, like you say, he built this brand until he was Grammy nominated. You know what I'm saying? And um, current artists that I look up to now, there's a lot of them. Um, but my favorite right now, I would say, is Davies. Um, because I like the fact that he's just he's breaking into another mold. Like you see, he's going into the acting. Another one is Joey Badass. Um, another one who came up with the music um he's also switching off to other things and you know i like to seeing the artists grow mm-hmm. they might not be the newest artists but in, in terms of i like seeing how art, artists pivot and, and and keep their legacy going um i like of course i love little baby of course i love um kodak all the other all the artists you know i'm not just a lyrical miracle guy i also love you know travis sound i love the don tolivers i love all that you know what i'm saying so i'm a big fan of those just people who stay in their lane and 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 develop their sound as they grow yeah it's definitely cool to see a lot of the artists that were coming out in like the 2010s as well like you said they're venturing into different areas and doing acting and doing brand partnerships and all these different things am i right in saying that uh dave east is method man in the wu-tang show now is that a real yes, thing yes. yeah yes, i haven't yes, got to watch yes, it yes. yet but i saw that it's, and it's i'm really like i'm like that casting makes total sense because they're kind of a similar style in rap too you know what i mean right right no it does make sense and when you watch the show you'll see it like it makes perfect sense how they fought and fought in line you know what i'm saying yeah modern and not like old school yeah i'm gonna have to check that show out because i've heard a lot of good things about it um but i know that yeah he's he's definitely getting into acting and a lot of other people too i think uh joey too was in something he was in a few movies and things like that he's making yeah yeah, he's oscar nominated yeah so he's he's gone you know what i'm saying he's in power um with um in the 50s show he's playing he's playing one of the big you know he stars in that show Mm -hmm. and um you know he's 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 developed into something that he's been around since i was in high school you know so i'll say 2012 you know what i'm saying um and he's made it far yeah so do you ever see uh yourself doing acting or anything like that in the future what do you think <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't deny. I mean, I would try it. Yeah, you know, I would definitely try it. But I definitely see myself, um, bring incorporating something else with the music, whether it's um media, or just acting. You know, I love. I like a lot of people get a lot of flack. He gets a lot of flack, but um, I like Joe Budden. You know, what I'm saying I feel mm-hmm. like he's pivoted his career in a way that, you know, it shows he's like almost like a Jalen Rose yeah. or like a Charles Barkley, where you see. I think he was one probably one of the first artists where you see ventured off into the media mm-hmm. and, and be successful at it. So I look up to that. I you know I Nori too with Drink Champs. You know, I'm a big fan of just um, hip hop media. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely could see myself that delving into that a little more as I you know find my voice. Yeah, and it definitely seems like the opportunities just continue to grow as we move along and technology advances as well. And like you said about the pandemic, that was kind of where things started to shift. I think. And people started to launch their own shows, things like that. I mean, that's where I launched this show was during that time and just kind of getting that going right. and keeping consistent with it. Um, I know you mentioned something. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And 
I know you mentioned earlier about, um, you know, doing a lot of things yourself as far, and I believe I read this on your Spotify as well, as far as like mixing, recording yourself, things like that. How important has that been in your process to be able to have that control directly to, you know, work on your songs in that way? Um, It's been, I always say that's something that's a major key because as an artist, you know, you, or as a fan, you just think that the rapper, you know, he just gets on and that's it. That's that's all that's done. But mm-hmm. not um, once the song is being um, created, is once the verses is done, it's not the song is not done. If you know what I'm trying to say, like mm-hmm. the engineer has to touch it. You know, there's a lot of you might have to go back and fix some touches in there. Or so I learned that maybe I was more comfortable just doing it myself because I just felt like first of all, like um, depending on the time. You know, like, depending on other people's time was a problem, you know. Sometimes you you have this moment of um, inspiration, and you can't depend that. It might run out, depending on the other person is, is you know, they're late or some, on something, or if they're just not ready to do something, and then I say they're ready to do something, then you're uninspired. Mm-hmm. It might mess up your flow. So um, I learned that just to keep my flow going and keep the inspiration and keep that spark, everything is good to do myself and just... For me, at least, because some people, you know, they need a hundred people in the studio. They need a lot of, you know, different opinions. For me, I'm most comfortable um, doing everything hands on. Yeah. Because that's, you know, it's just I, I've done it before, and I, I I felt like I didn't, and the outcome wasn't what I wanted, and I ended up not liking the track when I had all these opinions and I had all these all this help. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 why I feel like it's most important to have most control of your of your music and what you make of it and what you get out of it money-wise because at the end of the day, it's not going to sit right with your spirit when it's all said and done and somebody says, oh, I didn't like this. And who else can you blame? You can't blame the yeah. other guy because, you know? Exactly. At the end of the day, you trusted him. Yeah. So, And it definitely, it comes down to your own depi- opinions on your direction at the end of the day too because absolutely. it's, again, it's your art. It's what you're presenting to the world. It's what you're going to have to live with, perform, all that stuff. So you want it to be a direct representation of who you are as a person as well. Um, So I I can see how that definitely contributes as well. And just having that control, like you said about the creative spark too, because I always think about uh, artists that have to pay for studio time where they only have a few hours, you know, if they, if they don't have it during that few hours, then they just wasted that money for nothing. You know what I mean? And they didn't get the song completed. They have to come back later on in the week or next month or whenever they can afford to go back to the studio exactly. and have the engineer there. And um, yeah, just like you said, it gives you that freedom to kind of go in whenever you, whenever you please and on your own time and on your own dollar and just get it done, knock it out. Exactly. So Exactly. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, even when you do features, sometimes let's say you want to bring somebody in the studio, there might be a pressure of finishing that song that same night. And mm-hmm. that's not how shit, shit gets done. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I feel like even if you take it to the studio, I think maybe even pre-record it in your house, you know what I'm saying? Because, by the time it's in the studio, you're just more comfortable. You know, everything is flowing. You're not wasting time. When I go to the studio, I do five records at a time. I do, you know, I do multiple records. I might do an album. I don't just go in there for one song. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. But that's, that's why I say it goes back to how you work. Like me, I'm a workaholic. Like I mix, I think yesterday I made a song and I wrote it, um, recorded it, and released it in the same day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just, Crazy. it depends on the artist you are. Like, I'm the type of, I'm like, I don't know, like in the, Wu-Kang, in the Wu-Tang series, you see the different artists in each of the, um, the members. Raekwon is the type that he'll write in a fucking cup because he gets his inspiration that fast. 
but then you got Ghostface who might, you know, he might go to his girl's crib. He might need a, he might need to go sit by himself for a minute. Whatever, just get some experience and just some talks through to get that spark off. So it just it depends on the artist you are. Yeah. Hey, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick minute out to let you know how you can become a monthly supporter of the show. So if you click on the show description in your podcast platform, you'll see the words support this podcast toward the bottom and you can follow that link to sign up. You have the options of donating a dollar, five dollars or ten dollars a month. And that'll be used towards making the show a better experience for you as the listener. Uh, that means new and exciting guests, giveaways and a lot more that we can continue to provide for you. So feel free to click that link and check it out. Or visit anchor.fm backslash proven knowledge backslash support to contribute today. And for now, let's get back into the episode. And I, and I love that you're finding that for yourself, man. And I love that, you know, you're finding what makes you comfortable in your flow state as well and just getting those ideas out there. So that's that's great to hear. And most recently, you dropped Soul Food 2 a few weeks ago, I believe, now at this point. Yes, um, so talk, talk to me about that a little bit. You know, what went into that? It's, I believe, seven tracks long. Um, so right. what went into the creation behind this one? Well, that was another one. Um, a lot of those, a lot of that, uh, the music on that album was done, about say, a year ago. And um, I was going through a, 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 last year was just a crazy year for me. And um, I would say, Except for one track, which is Remember Me. That was recorded, I'll say, three weeks ago. But um, everything else was recorded in last year. And it was just, everything is experienced about how I, I was, uh, I'll give you the story about the album. The album is basically where I was at um, after the pandemic. I was um, doing deliveries. I was hustling in the street. And um, it was just stressful because... It was times I didn't make money. It was times it was, you know, I was, it was, it was a struggle mm-hmm. because I was really forgetting everything on myself. And, um, even on the track, it's not on the album, but it was supposed to be on the album, but I released it a little before. I, you know, the track's called Manifest. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned about April 18, my pastor on the train. All that happened then that same year. And, um, after I passed on the train, my whole life went up. I just went up. It just, everything was beautiful. The money was up. That's jackpot. And that's just that's just every, the glory the glory stage of everything, and um, then you know I start being a different woman that's waves in the sand and love of power. That's just me getting inspiration from different you know different women in my life, and um, then you know going back to the bottom last the bottom of the album, um, and Pa goes back to my parents. So that's just me appreciating my parents for holding me down in that time when I was going through that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the lessons they gave me and just growing up all that. So it's really a story of where I was at in my life last year, and um, I'll just say except for one track was "Remember Me." That's just me. That's just me. Just straight up, I just felt like that was the track that I had to like give off like bars, like that was just showing my skill set, just letting people know that like I still do this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it was a while that I released a song, uh, album, and um, a lot of this is heavily um, it's very soul. It's just it has a Heavy, heavy soul to the album. I wouldn't say soul samples. It just has, I would say, it has a, like a lot of soul to it. A few soul samples on it, but it's just, it's just very powerful. And it just reminded me of my first album, um, so um, so so for one, which was a little bit more tracks, but like I said, it was just had a lot of soul to it. It was, it was just compacted to just a lot of my life at that moment, and mm-hmm. it captured everything that was going on. So that's a little background on the album. It's a, you know, 
we're still working on our um, videos. It's gonna come out. We're still working on. I'm, I'm in the lab, ready for the next album. Honestly, you know, like it sparked the. I'm gonna get, keep feeding, keep feeding my my fans and the people who listen to my music because the album's important to me. So take true. So so my my fault. So food to um inspired me again to just to like drop on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. It just brought that it brought that spark out of me. That's why I like it. Cause it's like it was more so full for me just as much as it was for the people. Yeah. And that's probably the best part about, in my eyes, albums in general is the fact that they can tell a story more than just a single song. You know what I mean? Because obviously we're and we're in the era where, you know, they they tell us, you know, we should put out more singles. We should do all this stuff. It's like if your album still has a story and you have like a narrative to tell around it, I feel like it's necessary still for the fans of music. You know what I mean? And they'll understand it, digest it um, in that real way. So I think it's great that you approach albums the same way where it has an actual right. purpose to it and it's real life experiences as well. So right. that's Thank definitely you, awesome. Man. Yeah. No, you know, uh, we, you know, we come from that. Like the, I come from that, that I love, like I said, I'm an old soul. So like I, I look, I come from the Wu-Tang eras. I come from the, the 50 cent or the, I come from just the Eminem where it was just like the album felt like a theme. It had a theme to it. It just felt, it had a story to it. There was skits on it. There was just a theme on behind it where you felt like you were watching a movie but listening to it. You know, that's yeah. how I felt my album is. Yeah, man. And and definitely keep that up because I think that definitely sets, you know, people apart as well as artists, just giving it the yeah. unique sound. So is there any collaborators on there, producers, um, even the people you're going to be shooting these videos with, anyone you want to shout out here that we should be checking out as well? Um... <laughs> I'm gonna shout out my team. Um, I want to shout out my manager, who's my dad. Um, who's been down with me since day one. I want to. Um, I want to shout out my boy Joe Barra. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a remix to Jackpot. That's gonna be it's gonna be insane. I want to give a shout out to um, um Los for always helping my engine. You know, with the engineering and when I need to help, he, I will always call him. And you know, he give me a few tips here to, to do this and that. Um. That's pretty much it. That's the people I want to hold on to because uh, when when it comes down to it, those are the people that when it comes to this music, they pick me up and or they guide me and they let me know what to do when I need and or inspiration wise, they just they bring me up producing or whatever it is. They sharpen my 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 pen, my production, whatever it is. My engineers, my engineer skill, they help me with all that stuff. So mm-hmm. those yeah. are the people that I want to give thanks to. Awesome, man. It's it's great to have those type of people around you too, and just kind of keep it tight knit and keep it, you know, keep the trust there as well. That definitely helps a lot. Right. So glad right. to hear that, man. And do you have anything that you know you've been doing recently, or even when you started music all the way up until now, that kind of helps free your mind a little bit, take your mind off of things? Maybe you have a hobby or something, um, go on walks. Like, what helps you kind of recharge and get the creative juices flowing again? I like that. I like that. Um, definitely uh, playing basketball. Um, I also just you know going on vacation, just seeing different things. Um, getting a, 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 a different stories of history. You know, reading different books. Um, just finding out what where things. Like I said, I'm a big history guy, so I like finding out where things come from, where how things started, or also just fiction, mm-hmm. make made up stories where you could get inspiration from, and you know you you could tell your own tale. You know what I'm saying? Or even movies. Uh, you know, I'll watch a movie. I'll watch Goodfellas. I'll watch 
Um, I could watch anything. I could watch an animated movie and get expi- inspired by the story. You understand? It's yeah. just, it's about letting your mind be open to things. Like, but a big thing for me is vacation and you know, getting away from like basketball too. Just making sure I got that competitive. It's just certain things that help me feel like I'm in the game with it. Mm-hmm. You know, got to get out there and live life a little to bring it all exactly. back. You know what I mean? And, and I always say that. Yeah. I always say that. You know, you gotta you gotta go experience things. So right, have things to write about. Yeah. You know, sometimes I probably feel like a lot of people just they they're painting on a blank canvas, a blank canvas without nothing behind them. It's mm-hmm. like you're just saying words with nothing behind. Them, you know what I'm saying? So I say I always say you gotta live a little. That's why I took I take breaks in my music just to live a little, have something to say, some things that I learned from. You know? Yeah. To give to the people. I'm not just just saying whatever comes to mind. Exactly, man, and that gives people something to resonate with a lot more as well. So Absolutely. that's great, man. So last few questions here and these are ones i ask on every episode uh and these are kind of life related as well the first one is if you could go back 10 years ago maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all what do you think you would do i like that i would i would say i would say keep your head keep your head down stay tough and everything's gonna be all right you're never gonna you're never gonna fail. You're not gonna fail, but to stay strong and just know that no matter what the outcome is, is in your favor. As long as you keep working, mm-hmm. that's what I would tell myself. So if we flip that around, then and we say ten years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in music, in life, all that stuff? I like that. Um, ten years from now. Cool. I see myself with a major big fan base, um, touring. I see, um, I see myself with a label, or maybe with a, or maybe an artist or two, um, developing that. Um, so showing them what I learned. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think that's another thing that artists like Little Wayne did, and I don't get enough credit for. Because you know he gets the credit for the influence, but he don't get enough credit for putting on probably. The, you got you got to say the two one of the two best rappers ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And female and rap. So I feel like that's something that go that has to go on, on my resume. You know what I'm saying? It's building somebody up too. So in ten years, I wanna I wanna be established and also bringing up the next artist. And it's a great way to get back too. You know what I mean? And just kind of lend that, like you said, lend the advice and just kind of have them learn from the mistakes that you made, so you can be like. Let's do this, and hopefully it's a little easier for you this time. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Exactly. You know, something that nobody really did for me, I want to do for somebody mm-hmm. else. You know what I'm saying? I'm the right way how to do this without, you know, without robbing them. You know what I'm saying? Without, yeah. I, I, had to, I had to make those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I had to. I, I think it's, every artist would tell you, like, they've got, you know, they got scammed. They got mm-hmm. finessed by somebody. They've, you know, a lot of broken promises happen. You know, it's just, you see the movies, you see the TV shows, you hear it from radio interviews, you see it in podcasts, and just... So I'd rather, you know, I want to I wanna bring somebody up and show them what not to do and what to do. Yeah, man. Love that. And do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? <laughs> okay. Um, my words of wisdom would be take care of your mental health and everything else will follow. That's where, that's it, all, that's where it all starts, man. I think a lot of people yeah. overlook that, so... Good to be self-aware and, you know, if you're not doing okay, you know, nothing else in your life is going to be doing okay. 
So right, exactly. You know, remember, you know, you gotta take care of your temple. Once the temple's good, the whole palace is safe. You understand? Yeah, so, man. That's how it goes. You Absolutely. Gotta make sure your mental is good, your physical is good. You know, everything come out, everything will come natural to you. So that's my advice. Love it, man. Absolutely. And be more, man. That's all I have for you today. I appreciate it so much, man. This was this nah, was a great, great episode. Bro. I would, you know, bring me back, man. I would love to. This has been, a, you know, it's been an honor. I'm not gonna find this one of my first ones that I did. So I, my mouth fault in the beginning. If I was a little, you know, nervous or whatever, but, you know, I, I like these a lot. You know, I, I would definitely would love to do this again. Yeah, for sure. I always do part twos eventually. So I'll let you know, man. We'll get it going. All right, brother. Thanks everyone for listening today. That was episode 153. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.